I'm recording this just after shooting the podcast and the podcast really blew my mind how he managed those businesses how he created revenue models for those businesses and what he has to advise to new startup founders or someone who wish to pursue a career like a startup founder or an entrepreneur so from here i'll let you enjoy the podcast What's up everybody welcome to another entrepreneurship based episode of Clevercast I'm with one of the most motivated friends I have met in my life for those who don't know him he was one of the founders of Mushak which was a no profit no loss organization they delivered ganpati murtis in the period of lockdown and they clicked a revenue of around 7 lakh of rupees in just 2 months he recently launched his own innovation based startup known as Invenzi Technologies which is now a private limited company Meanwhile he is doing an internship with Ministry of Defence so he is killing it in every single thing he is killing it in profile building he is killing it in world of business so that i thought let's bring ajinkya on to the clever cast to share some of his business gain startup gain etc so firstly ajinkya thank you for being on the show today no problem atharva so i just want to bring your story out there genuinely i feel like you are the most motivated friends i have came across in my life but is money is motivation is fame is motivation is self improvement motivation or growth in the business is motivation what's your motivation so uh, yeah it was quite humble uh, you know of you to be so boastful about me but uh, you know uh, ever since i've been a child i've been uh, you know to do what i wanted to do and uh, what people what what drives people is their goals you know people have 10 year goals they have 5 year goals or popularly known as the five term goals yeah. so what they want to do is they see themselves as uh, you know what will be they, they uh, in the matter of five years where will be they what okay. will be their position or what will be they doing with their life uh, but uh, you know i see it as a small term goal where do i want, want to see myself tomorrow or day after tomorrow or in a week and i limit myself to one month okay because uh, you know i believe life is unpredictable and uh, so you know thinking about where i'll be after 5 years um, if i concentrate on the other fact that life is unpredictable alongside it just seems uh, impossible to me so i try to you know live in the moment um, okay not so casually but uh, you know thinking about a day after so you know if uh, for example uh, we schedule this podcast today okay so uh, you know we could have made it time tomorrow or day after tomorrow uh but i thought you know i have got time and i could finish it today so tomorrow i'll be done with it so basically that's how i you know try to accomplish things uh there's a you know there's a as kabir have said that a kal kare so aaj kar aaj kare so ab ab so i try i try to drive that thing into my life and that motivates me you know to be the best version of myself because uh, i don't believe that you know i can do it tomorrow or i can be the best version of myself tomorrow uh, i try to be it in the now the present right yeah so you know that all uh, starts when i joined our college uh, diit so when i was 18 years old uh, uh, you know people find it surprising that i, I when I, i didn't knew the word entrepreneur or entrepreneurship startup i might have heard heard it about uh, you know on the news uh, but no nothing else and uh, i wasn't confident in this particular domain that you know i could have a business of myself although i come from a business background uh, 
still it felt a little bit alienated that you know i i would be uh, so into startups and so into business and so into entrepreneurship so after 18 i learned about new things about startup about entrepreneurship about entrepreneur and uh, when i start consuming the content you know I, it felt like a whole new world to me and uh, you know it felt it felt like the same basic concepts you know just they have been morphed into something that suits the business world for me so what i tried to do was you know get along with it at first everyone tries to get along with it so i just tried to get along with it and move ahead but uh, you know as as we move forward uh, something clicks in your brain you get an idea you want to work on it or you want to you know uh, you want to think on it should i do that should i do this and uh, mushak was uh, one of the very same thing it was lockdown uh, and uh, you know we weren't having uh, any kind of thrill in our life that i had for the two years so i went along with my friends and you know we had a concept uh, to deliver ganesh murtis at uh, households just like similar to amazon you know what amazon does what we created was a e-commerce website and a delivery system okay. and it it was simple as that so i had my friend in um, computer department and uh, he said yeah of course it's very easy to you know create a website and uh, create it as a e-commerce platform along with the payment portal uh so you know we all were in different cities so we thought why not to, you know instead of concentrating on one one city we could, we could concentrate on all of all of our cities at the same time so what we did was we started working uh before one month uh, you know before the ganesh chaturthi uh, one month before ganesh chaturthi exactly and we moved ahead with the first of all creating the website and creating the hype you know we uh, are creating something new and uh, it it all came with the you know the awareness about covid 19 uh, people were still you know even if there was lockdown people it was ganesh chaturthi so people were about to come out to get their own ganesh murti and celebrate it so what we tried to do was minimize the damage that was going to happen in the future so we thought if people get their ganesh murti at their doorstep they don't need to come out and uh, you know there would be less uh, crowding at the marketplace so that's how we moved along with it uh, we contacted you know artists so you know it, it was a, a good thing what we tried to do and we thought of it as a non for a non profit cause so we thought uh, you know whatever revenue we are generating or whatever profit we are generating why not uh, to push it on the artist side because what we observed was you know they are not getting that much of a livelihood due to covid 19 so we moved ahead and you know whatever profit we earned we gave them we gave them to to all the artists whatever uh, from where we procured our ganesh murtis it was simple as that on a non profit non loss basis we just uh, took the transportation charges uh, yeah and that was that and so, server handling charges obviously kamala server handling charges yeah yeah so server handling charges or transportation charges so we personally delivered the ganesh murtis if you are thinking it like that you know we just arranged the transportation it was not like that uh, we I wanted to your stories yeah 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 so yeah the stories were a part of you know initiative to people to know that uh, you know kuch kar rahe something's happening so uh, confidently you know like honestly it was just uh, you know we were out we wanted to do something good and six months of sitting home it just felt like i had to do something so we moved ahead with it we personally delivered to all of our clientele uh, personally uh, personally handed ganesh murtis 
uh, we also got you know uh, we used uh, our uh, you know vehicles we used our two wheelers we used our four wheelers to deliver and if we had a larger order we contacted uh, one of uh, you know uh, through our contacts we got a tempo truck and we delivered the ganpati murtis through that and uh, you, know, you know we had a zero uh, fault policy so you know the thing about idols is uh, we they can't have an idol that's broken the transportation system itself they can yeah. be broke yeah exactly exactly so the breaking of idols uh, you know such idols are can't be put in the temple you know that right so now what we try to do was uh, minimize the damage and uh, to our own uh, you know surprise there was no damage at all so every single murti that we delivered was harm, harmless and it nothing happened to it even god supported you in this yeah exactly so it felt like that uh, but yeah uh, and to our surprise another surprise was that uh, we generated a revenue of uh, you know more than 5 lakh rupees it crossed 5 lakh in a single one and a half days and we were you know astonished by, by it because our, the orders they came lately in the last week you know all one month of preparation and we got orders in the last week uh, five days before ganesh chaturthi and we had to deliver all of those uh, in a matter of two days because you know people don't uh, get ganesh murti a week before or a month before they get it one day before or in the in cases they get it on the same day so yeah when people were you know having their ganesh murtis sitting down we were delivering the murtis all across five cities uh, including uh, jalna amravati uh, pune was not there uh, so we have five cities were there i can't even remember the names right now so we have it was uh, you know a journey uh, which moved ahead simultaneously uh, you know we, you talked about inventory so uh, in my third year i felt like uh, you know i need to innovate uh, there was a you know i saw traditional problems and i saw there are traditional solutions to it but uh, one thing is that why can't it be better in a, any kind of solution so in pandemic we thought about sanitizer system and uh, a sanitizer you carry it in a small bottle so we thought why not you know you could strap it on your uh, wrist yes. uh, on your wrist right here so moving ahead we moved into the design and uh, we created a prototype Uh, and it was you know prototype was quite good and uh, uh, our faculty advised us to patent it so we we moved ahead with the technicalities of the patent uh, you need to create a report and uh, you need to show that it works the design patent and all so moving ahead uh, we moved it you know we got to the final product with the prototype and final product we had some changes to make we contacted few of our friends uh, try gave them our products uh, to use uh, and uh, you know quite honestly it felt good that people were appreciating the product and they find it they found it very useful that was the you know the fun of it that it was actually useful so moving ahead uh, you know we had to put a cap on it so of of course problems were encountered so uh, we moved ahead on a trial and uh, error basis so when the prototypes were 3d they were 3d printed you know the all the prototypes were 3d printed so we moved ahead with the uh, you know the design updates we created a cap on it and uh, the you know the it was quite brittle so we uh, we changed the material and then we came up with the final product and it could uh, you know you could keep a 30 ml uh, 30 ml sanitizer in it and it had a very small nozzle that uh, you know secretes the right amount of sanitizer for your hands so it was quite useful for uh, people like students or teachers or uh, people who often go out 
you know and uh, repeat, they could repeal it easily uh before that we thought it as a solution for uh, police uh, police or the you know the health workers who are in constant contact but after doing a market survey we understood that they require around 3 liters of sanitizers per day so 30 ml was very you know it was like worthless to them so yeah we needed pivoting into our onto our product for for few days we felt that you know it was all for nothing that okay uh, we created a good product and it's useful but the target market doesn't want it because their need is very high than what we could give them to strap them on strap it on their uh, wrist so uh, we you know pivoted we thought about it then we thought you know there are students now you know uh, as uh, the bans are lifting we thought uh, people do need to come out uh, they need they need to keep uh, they need to sanitize their hands so we thought why not to you know push it in a consumer range to make it available for the public and see how they you know get away with it so uh, we pushed it in our college we pushed it in our localities in our cities and we got a huge response uh, with the product yeah uh, that was our first product and i would say first patent uh, but you know invenzi it was not a a uh, single targeted uh, product company okay. uh, our basics were that you know uh, when a innovative solution comes for a you know traditional problem why don't uh, we patent it or and convert it into something useful as a product uh, because okay. in india yearly 500 patents are approved and only um, 30 to 20 are you know converted into products the other 450 to uh, 470 are just you know uh, what people get to get their phd's to get their uh, doctorates you know to show show off that you know that they've done some research but the point of uh, research and uh, you know patents is to convert them into something useful definitely to convert them into something uh, that can better our lives so that was the point of the whole company so we moved ahead with many products we uh, have total four patents right now uh, in various domains uh, in automobile in agriculture in health Uh, so these three sectors have been you know right now we are in this three sectors and we are developing prototypes for the other three patents uh, but yeah the first product was hit and it uh, co- it you know it caused because of that product we were uh, you, uh, we were able to break even and uh, we came across the cost whatever we invested in the company and uh, invested in the whole product also and that allowed us to you know go further and uh, i would say detect uh, the you know the detect the uh, potential we had in us that we could go more and we could get more patents we could uh, research more so yeah the, that was it and it's still going on but uh, you know looking at the pandemic uh, i guess people have uh, you know people are over the pandemic covid and so yeah we knew that our product had a limited lifetime we knew that uh, you know sanizi had a very limited lifetime until people had the fear of covid 19 and it's a good thing actually that people are now fearless of covid and we're fighting it but uh, you know sanitization is a i would say a need for the time even if you're fear, uh, fearless so yeah we're proceeding with our sales right now and it's uh, going on smooth that was quite a heavy answer uh, uh, so startup is all about a lot of things like revenue generation product development execution every single thing so what's your specialization in that uh you know i wouldn't call it as a specialization but more of interest uh, that i have towards uh, revenue streams revenue generation and on a side basis being a mechanical engineer i have uh, product development has always intrigued me 
so because you know mechanical is all hands on you need to put your hands and work on it even if it's a model you need to put your hands on the uh, chart paper to draw the whole thing so uh, it's i had always a hands on approach towards the thing so i i had a you know interest in product development and on the soft skill side i was into more into revenue generation so uh, revenue generation uh, in terms of my startup uh, for mushak if you think about it it was quite easy uh, because uh, you know if you if you understand a need if you know what people need uh, in time in a certain time so in our example it was ganesh murthy's uh, delivered at their doorstep on the specific day of uh, ganesh chaturthi so we knew that and uh, so we knew revenue generation was going to be easy but alongside we went and we got sponsors for our uh, you know for our, the whole thing that uh, we got uh, you know uh, whoever relates there were sweet shops uh, there were you know uh, farah shops uh, like for our industries uh, that wanted to collaborate with us in our initiative because on the other hand as it was uh, a non profit initiative it also allowed them to boost theirs so it worked hand in hand so uh, you know when my friends asked what should we do about it i said why not why not we go ahead with it and also create a revenue generation stream for them as well as us which will help us in supporting the artists and there was a win win situation in uh, for two of you it worked hand in hand so it was really good and when talking about uh, you know invenzi so it was a, a product so there was no service it was all about the product Uh, so it was majorly product sales, uh, and through revenue we try to you know uh, get into different revenue streams such as a product and a service. So the many of our patents are service based. Two of our patents are service based. So you know it's not about the product, uh, it or it's not about the service also. It's about how you show it to the people. You can have a product and convert it into a service. You can have a service and and you can convert it into a product. but it depends how you want to you know sustain or what kind of direction do you want for your startup so uh, you know uh, common is a subscription model netflix amazon prime um, these are you know tele- uh, televised startups and they all uh, get into the subscription model so why so you know it's all about the investors uh, investors want a continuous uh, inflow of cash so losses keep, keep the losses aside but your revenue it should be continuously going on people should be continuously paying you for your service for your product whatever it may be and that's what we uh, thought about you know our first product was pr- product so once we sell it uh, it was all about you know the user so the user uses it and if he needs another one then he he'll have to come back to us but there was a huge gap a huge time period gap uh, that was not making it much profitable compared to a subscription model so uh, when i when we developed and uh, agricultural patent Uh, but you know, uh, uh, we had a sugarcane bud detection machine, and we patented it. Okay. In terms of Indian agriculture, uh, everything needs to be rented out because uh, Indian ag- Indian farmers don't have that kind of uh, you know land. They have a, a acre, starting from an acre to max fifty acres, and on a rare cases, hundred or more than hundred. And I know this because I I myself uh, a farmer's son. so uh, i knew these kind of things that um, you know my father had to, had to rent the equipments uh, on a required basis because the season it was a temporary so you know having an equipment and setting it down for the rest of the 9 months and using it only for 3 months wasn't as profitable as it seems so there was a simple thing 
one one person uh, he, he has you know he has that kind of equipment and he rents it out for whole year to different people for different times as per requ their requirement for their sowing for different kinds of agriculture operations so this was a revenue model uh, that intrigued me so i went ahead with it and explored it more so india it is very common to rent out let it be uh, you know harvesters harvesters are a big machine and not every farmer can afford it but you know renting it out on a 5000 per day basis is very good for the farmer who has an acre of land and also for the farmer who owns the harvester it was a win win situation for the uh, for the owner as well as the customer and uh, that's that the benefit of the subscription model that it works hand in hand so right now you are enjoying netflix and uh, the next month there aren't going to be any new releases and you completed the catalog for example although it's a big catalog but you completed for for example your interest have been peaked and uh, right now there's not much uh, to watch on netflix next month uh, you know there's no new releases so you will be like okay i don't want netflix for the next month because there's nothing going on and i i shouldn't i i don't need to pay for it but another month there's uh, going to be a huge you know parade of new shows for you that peak your interest so you get the you know get you get the subscription for that month exactly exactly so that's how netflix drives its revenue same for all uh, you know all platforms that is why they need continuously new shows or new seasons for it for example because that's how the consumer gets driven there are you know uh, exceptions to this case uh, such as friends friends uh, you know it's differently completely different case that needs to be studied differently uh, you know because of i don't know because of larger fandom or i don't know what I've, i have never been into that but yeah on general cases subscription really works through all the case studies i went or through all the cases or you know whatever startup that failed in subscription model uh, i went and i found that subscription model was a really great model to move ahead with this with my startup and uh, it was a great revenue stream uh, because it promised investors uh, the thing that that they need uh, that is a continuous inflow of cash so what i did was you know Uh, when i had uh, the prototype ready i went for a survey with uh, different kind of farmers uh, there are so sugarcane farmers in different areas uh, in maharashtra so what i found was uh, they month. are you know they are really good with renting out the equipment rather than buying it because the cost we found out was very higher uh, than the required one so you know if i am able to rent it out for uh, 1000 1000 rupees per day or 2000 rupees per day uh then it's reasonable for them to you know have their all their sugarcane uh, you know whatever the work needs to be done uh, whatever the, the whole work of cutting and all that needs to be sorted out with the machine so they can have with the machine for a day and then they can move out so that is how what i discovered uh, about subscription model and uh, you know in startups it's more about um, the case studies are more not about successful startups but about the ones that couldn't execute it properly because uh, you know uh, thomas edison that you know he he knew uh, one way to make the light bulb on but uh, he knew 9099 uh, steps to make it how not to make it work so that was the uh, you know that is a basic strategy every entrepreneur follows that you need to know the failures before you and uh, you know why they couldn't do it 
so you should know more about the failures of the startup uh, or the domain that the startup is in rather than the successes so i just had a question uh, what is the most common myth about the revenue generation that you have talked so much about uh, you know not that uh, you know i have generated revenue in crores uh, to be an so expert about it but uh, you know i what i have encountered is uh, either people seem to think revenue generation is very easy or they seem to think it is very hard and uh, you know people always judge revenue on their ideas so uh, people think that okay my idea is very good and it can bring a lot of money so on the basis on the basis of sole idea you can't bring any kind of revenue uh, and that's the you know the most common myth along the early starters that they think that their you know their idea is so great so you know the revenue generation is going to be far easy and uh, you know they they are going to get far more revenue but um, you know it's just a layer and it is not as easy as it seems your product might be really great your service might be really great you, it might be really awesome but uh, you know that doesn't account for your revenue generation or how many revenue streams you can have what you need to do is to analyze how can you get it to the more people or how can you ask people or how how will people pay more for that service or product these are the two things you can either get it to more number of people or you can allow, give it to small number of people who can pay a little bit higher than the general public so these are the two key points uh, you know that people uh, fail to recognize those who are starting out uh, they think that their idea is too great so they won't have a revenue generation problem uh, in terms of distribution but uh, here all of the case studies that i've done this is the most common trait that i found that they had a great idea that could be worked on but uh, you know the pivot the product pivoting is wrong there that they think that their uh, revenue is easy to generate and no further work is required to acquire more and more customers so the customer acquisition cost you know it's a term that is um, the customer acquisition cost means that the amount of money a startup has to spend to acquire one customer so it is defined it as customer one. of that particular product or service yeah so you know for netflix uh, it goes around more than millions per year to acquire new customers and to retain old ones uh, so similarly i thought about products uh, other companies and other products that you know how much they are spending on customer acquisition so tesla is a you know good example they don't spend anything on marketing they don't spend anything on a customer uh, you know if there is no marketing there is no customer acquisition cost and there is no customer retention cost because the what elon musk believes is that the service he provides with the money of advertising whatever money he was going to waste on advertising he is going to invest in innovating his product or you know perfecting the service that his product can give making his product better so yeah so what he does is you know through his twitter he makes people feel secure he makes feel them you know the warmth of a the child has when he is near his mother that kind of warmth with his product we feel secure why because you know he may, he, he connects with you personally and he tells you that you know my i have spent all my money into to buy product and nothing on something uh, you know unneeded um, the, such as advertising and you know that connects with people and that is what is driving sales of tesla so uh, you know it's a common yeah yeah you know it's a common mistake you know people what what they assume is okay there are 100 uh, 130 crore people in india right now 
and uh, for my example everyone right now needs sanitizer right 130 crore people need sanitizer and one while uh, you know one of my product cost 50 rupees for example so am i going to get sales of 130 crore into 50 so that that would be my generation no that's wrong uh, so what is it that how much am i you know how much i am resourceful so right now i have you know i am operational in three cities right now and for for me to you know launch in whole of the country i need some you know money i need to have capital to use my resources to create the manpower to employ human resource such things are to be counted while generating your revenue and that is what people you know while you know if there are amateurs they what they think is uh, my service or my product uh, is uh, and you know something that is needed by everyone so my target market is everyone so my revenue generation includes everyone's money see when i started i did that is where, where everyone think you know that it's going to be big because you know there are 100 crore people and even if my product cost 1 rupee and i am able to give it to them then i get 100 crore rupees but that is where it gets wrong you need to analyze yourself you need to analyze what is what are your limitations right now so when we launched uh, san easy we could be operational in only three cities so that doesn't mean we were going to you know launch as a you know multi millionaire startup so what we we had sales around thousands and our revenue just went up to a lakh at the starting and uh, through that experience i understood that you know this is the common mistake that i that i made uh, i thought that you know man there are 15 lakh people in the city right now and i could sell my product to each of them so my potential target makes it 15 lakh into 50 so it comes around 7.5 crores so that is what that is what i thought but that is not true that is that is simply you know it's um, when you yourself think about it it seems reasonable it seems really reasonable but when you present it uh, to you know more to a single person other than yourself it seems simply stupid yeah so that is something you know every one of uh, the new start uh, new startup you know new entrepreneurs new startups need to analyze that that how revenue generation actually works or how revenue uh when you show your revenue plan how does it actually work that is more important and uh, yeah going into basics uh, you know that is the most basic advice that i'd like to give someone that go into the basics think about the revenue uh, why you, your product costs this much and what is your margin and you know the further sales through wholesalers through retailers what what are they getting what is the customer getting what is your value proposition so these are the basic concepts of revenue that build up uh, you know multi million multi billionaire startups so i believe that you know uh, every starting every guy who is starting out right now you should go through such concepts and analyze himself and his resources and then you know talk about revenue generation or how much his revenue can be i have experienced this you know i am glad to i i am glad to be here and you know uh, giving you and your partners uh, uh, a bit of uh, you know into the startup uh, the startup dream and uh, the things that people should know before entering into entrepreneurship and becoming an entrepreneur so it's been a blast cheers cheers
ओके दैट वॉज अ डीप टॉक ऑन रेवेन्यू जनरेशन सो गाइज वी हैव प्लान मोर पॉडकास्ट लाइक दिस सो स्टे ट्यून्ड थैंक यू अजिंक्या फॉर योर वैल्यूएबल टाइम दैट यू हैव गिवन टू दिस पॉडकास्ट एंड एक्सप्लेन सो मच इन डिटेल अबाउट रेवेन्यू जनरेशन एंड ऑल दोज थिंग्स 